and welcome back to WSHIT's 24-hour marathon of our favorite Christmas songs. Now, as a yearly tradition, Jonathan Appledick, our very own Crabapple resident, sings Oh Holy Night. Bring a tissue, kids. This one's sure to turn on the waterworks. When Christ was born on divine night, oh night I felt that last note right in my gizzard. Oh, Jonathan, it's as if you touched the heavens directly. We'll be back to our 24-hour Christmas music marathon after this commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break, Well, guys, it was bound to happen. After two years of recording in a pandemic, the coronavirus has finally hit close to the TCB family. And for this reason, Chrissy and I have decided not to get together in the same room and record the last episode of season number two. Now, Chrissy and I are not sick, to be clear, but we're trying to protect those who have weakened immune systems or cannot yet get the vaccine. So what does this mean? Well, you're not going to get any more Frankie B episodes this year. That's unfortunate for some of you, and I'm sure most of you are going to be applauding that decision. However, we are going to run an extra episode of TCB The Lost Tapes. Like I mentioned, for two years, Chrissy and I have been recording six to nine hours of content every single week. Most of it made it out onto the RSS feed, but some of it went straight into the can. It was either uninteresting, unfunny, or it was just straight out offensive, so I decided not to run it. But there are good parts of those episodes, and no one else has heard this content before. So these to you are brand new episodes, and I'm taking clips from that 50 hours of content that's never run, and I'm putting it together as a brand new episode. Now, season number three starts at the beginning of January with a brand new studio, brand new content, ideas, games, guests, and more absurdities to chew on. But until then, I'm giving you five episodes of TCB The Lost Tapes. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, all that other good stuff. I hope you get to take a few days off like we are. And until the second week in January, enjoy these brand new, never-before-heard episodes 
of TCB, The Lost Tapes. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh! <laughs> Was that a dolphin? <laughs> I thought you were scratching. Scratching on the turn. Oh, you thought I was doing a wiki, wiki, wiki? <laughs> wiki, 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 wiki. Yes. No, I wasn't. But I am. You're a dolphin. I'm remember, remembering <laughs> the 80s fondly. This is a lot of table scratching. Remember in the 80s yeah. when all the table. Who was the first rap album you ever had? Oh, Lord. Probably like Too Short. Too Short. Too Short. What Ice Tea. What is Ice Tea? Cop Killer. Uh-huh. Remember that one? Salt and Pepper. That was a great one, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. My Peppa. parents, in one foul swoop, bought me Beastie Boys License to Ill and Run DMC. Nice. Their breakout album, both of which were, I think, were some of the first albums to have the parental advisory stuck to yes. them, if we, if you remember correctly. And I just Two remember even thinking at a young, tender 11 years old, the fuck are my parents thinking? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were very liberal parents. Yeah. And I just remember thinking the Beastie Boys were the coolest fucking thing. And uh, Run DMC are. with their kicks and their slick suits. They still are. Yeah. What a, what a nostalgic time in music. Yeah. All the parental advisories. <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news. Wasn't that because Tipper Gore? Tipper fucking Gore. I think it what was. her problem? She was the one who did the... I don't even think they had children. Did they have children? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. That's a good question for the audience. Did Al Gore and Tipper Gore have children? Or was Tipper Gore just being a... Fucking sourpuss for no reason. <laughs> I mean, not like... Here's the thing, Tipper. The only thing that you accomplished was making it more attractive for me to buy an album with a parental advisory Absolutely. on it. By the way, never Absolutely. stopped anybody at a record store from selling more, me a record. Yeah, it made it more enticing. More enticing. What I'm are telling they saying? You what. That yeah. It has to be a warning. That's right. Uh, welcome to the commercial break, everybody. <laughs> yes, welcome. I'm uh, Brian uh, Greeny. <laughs> Brian O'Greeny. <laughs> Have you seen any of Stanley Tucci's? Stanley uh, Tucci! Uh, oh, he is such a good... Italy? Yeah. It's so good. Oh, he like... They uh, <laughs> like to be new... Uh, what's your... Andy Bourdain. Yes. Yeah, it's only... Uh, not like ordinary Bourdain. No. <laughs> Andy Bourdain, uh, he, you know, he's got chutzpah. Yeah. He's got a big cojones. <laughs> this other guy, he uh, he looked like a librarian. <laughs> a small penis, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, smoochy poochy. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, hoochie Gucci. That's what we call him back at the play yard. I go to school with Stanley Tucci. Uh, the whole family, the Tucci Hoochies. There's a whole tree of them. And so we're playing on the clay playground, and then one time I do Tucci's pants come off, and I say, oh, smoochie moochie, I'm Stanley Tucci. <laughs> now you're on TV, big star. Look at me, I'm on podcast. <laughs> I make it, you know, the podcast in Italy, very popular. Mm-hmm. Yes. Italia. Playing every pizzeria across the country. <laughs> the commercial They're break. They're piping you in. They're piping me in. They're saying, what an idiot. <laughs> what a jabroni. <laughs> Jabroni, jabroni, pizzaroni, pepperoni. Okay, all right. You know, no, pizza. Well, pizza is not a, this is not Italian, this is American. Mm. See, si. the bambinos. <laughs> they cut it in triangles and they put a little, uh, little sausage penises on it. <laughs> it's a little pig penises all over the pizza. What's going on? Uh, you put some fresh fruit in. Fresh fruit and uh, goat's milk. That's the way you do it in the old style. Okay. Yeah, the Stanley Tucci <laughs> running around the world trying to think he's Anthony Bourdain. 
<laughs> but then know how to do heroin. This Tucci, I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't look like a heroin guy to I me. So. No, he looks more like a wine spritzer. <laughs> hey! You know, my last name is Green, so I feel like I'm Irish. And so, <laughs> so, my like family, so my family tells me so. But I don't know that that's true or that's not true. I yeah. could be anything. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But my, my dad tells me. <laughs> I, I, at some place I am, right? And so my dad tells me that at some point, sometime, people got off the boat and they came here yeah. to wherever and then they moved to Chicago and they were part of the Green Clan. But there are so many Greens out there. Oh, like yeah. how many Hoadleys are, are out there? Uh, there are some. Really? Mm-hmm. And have you ever found any of them? No, I haven't connected with them. Don't you think you should connect with them? Like, wouldn't that be I the should. first place you should go is like connect with other Hoadleys? Because I feel like it's a name that's a little bit unusual, mm-hmm. right? And so if you connect with a Hoadley, there's got to be a connection yeah. somewhere back in the tree. Exactly. Yeah. I just need to spend the time to do it. But. If you try and hunt down a green, it's like <laughs> hunting down a smith, finding a bird. I mean, it's like find a blade of grass. <laughs> I once married a Wamarana. <laughs> Do you know what a Wamarana is? Is it a dog? Small Shetland pony, that's right. <laughs> Shetland pony. I married, I married one. My, it was an arranged marriage. Percy. It was. It was an arranged marriage. It was a, it was just one, it was a tough time back in 12 BC. <laughs> and my parents couldn't get enough shillings together to have uh, fish and loaves. So they said to the neighbor, fish and, fish and loaves, because that's what we ate. <laughs> Fish and loaves, and because when fire was difficult, you just sometimes you just ate the fish on a loaf. <laughs> it's called a fish loaf. It was Gosh. delicious, unless you got an eyeball. Then, uh, yeah, then you were cursed for a million years. <laughs> Usually burned at the stake or thrown down a well. Oh, he got the eyeball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thrown down the well. <laughs> That's the way it worked back then. You didn't, you didn't have science. Wasn't mm. like it is today. Yeah. And so my parents said to the neighbor, if we can borrow a fish and a loaf, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll give our son to your Wamarana, who was in heat at the time. Oh. Only he was in heat. And, and so it was an uncomfortable marriage from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, However, like it did last for 32 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we did not have any children. I was barren. Yeah, as that it turned ancestry out, would pull that pony up. This is the type of thing I'm looking to get into. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind, I was there when the wheel was created also. Mm-hmm. You're pumping oil? That's right. Well, back in uh, back in the times of the Druids, we used to throw rocks down at the women at the bottom of the hill because we <laughs> thought that they were the devil when they were on their fire cycle. So we used to take large stones and roll them down the hill. <laughs> and, you know, the stones weren't very smooth. They'd bounce all over. Sometimes they'd hit someone in the head, <laughs> and that head would come right off. It Thanks, was just smoothly. It was not great. So... So eventually the women decided that they had enough of us throwing rocks at them, and they ran right up that hill. Well, wouldn't you know it, one of those rocks hit one of those women square in the chest, and she just wrapped up around that rock and rolled on down, smooth as ice. Mm-hmm. And so we said, that, that the there wheel. you go, wheel. <laughs> it's, well, that's what Jim said. Jim, Jim, who was next to me, said, wheel. Of course, he got killed by the women coming up the hill. <laughs> I was married to a Wamarana, so the women didn't yeah. want anything to have to do with me. No. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rock and roll hoochie-coo. <laughs> I was there when fire was invented. Wow. Well, Bob always takes credit for it, but I clearly was <laughs> Bob. That's... He's always trying to take credit for your inventions. That's right. Here's how it goes. You want to hear the story? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a bright, sunny afternoon in the desert of, of the Mojave, 
And we didn't have, you know, there wasn't much shade around. And so we had uh, put sticks and stuff on our heads and, and, around <laughs> our, and around our genitalia area to cover up and make sure that we didn't get sunburned on our pinkatangshas. <laughs> which is what it was called back then, the Pinkatangsha. <laughs> Didn't look like it does now. <laughs> it's just a little weird thing. But anyway, so there I saw a woman, woolly mammoth. Well, you don't see woolly mammoths too much times, and you know that that could be dinner for many, many of us for many years. So I went running after it. Yeah, woolly, woolly, woolly. <laughs> and as I was running across the desert, my testicles were scraping across the ground. <laughs> It was, it was a different spark. It was a different time back then. That's right. <laughs> it just sparked up and set that brush on fire that I had protecting my woolly potential. <laughs> and all of a sudden, fire! And so I, st- I came back yelling, ah, ah! And Bob took a took a stick and he and he put it on my particular potential. And then he said, and then he went and he, 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 all of a sudden the caves lit up. And that's how it went. Bob just kept fire. that fire going for many years. And so for many years, that is exactly how we would start a fire. Wow. We would just smack some young man on the butt. He'd run around with his <laughs> testicles dragging on the ground and set a fire for us. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is truly amazing. Bob always takes credit, but clearly I was the one who invented the fire. It was my balls that got the third degree burn, not his. (laughs) Bob. He's not with us anymore. Of course, he died in the Great War of 1712 B.C. Oh. That was right. (laughs) Do you you know about that? Mm -mm. This was a really bad war. Actually, it was less of a war and more of a flood. (laughs) (laughs) But but we didn't want to be embarrassed by the story. Mm. So what we said was we just didn't. We, it, it was a war. We, it wasn't it was that we to forget to get out of the way of the water. We just it was a war. Of course, I was in a war. World War One. I. I actually she accidentally shot Franz Ferdinand. Ooh. I thought it was that band playing obnoxious music on the radio. <laughs> Turns out it was not. It was the King of Prussia. <laughs> Hello, adios, and, uh, eh? <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is me, uh, the Philippe Van Valdud. Leap. I am an art expert. Perfect. What would you like to know about? Yep, that's what we. we I'd like you to examine this, this uh, mint poster. This pearl this jam. Pearl jam <laughs> mint poster is worth two dog shits. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Who cares about anybody? In some circles, this is known as the worst investment in pearl jam history. <laughs> but I just call it shit. <laughs> <laughs> now get me, get get me an Eddie Ved an NFT. Then we are talking in now business. We're talking. Thank so is it this you. kind of advice that we need as to like where should we be putting our money, Felipe? Well, if you ask me, a Frenchman, uh, what I would say to you is uh, put your money in the bank account <laughs> because only uh, who cares about these painted penises? It's not important. Uh, <laughs> Buy some French fries. They have more value than Brian's Dick Tracy collection. <laughs> You're just not good at it, Brian. <laughs> now, I have been involved in many art transactions throughout my entire life. Nice. And let me tell you the most valuable one ever. I bought a Dick Tracy card. <laughs> what kind of fucking idiot buys a Dick Tracy card? This is stupid. And Pearl Jam posters. I mean, I like Pearl Jam as much as the next schmuck, but this is not going to make you money, right? No way. No way. It's like putting mayonnaise on an apple. <laughs> Who wants it? No one. <laughs> no one. It makes your pee smell funny. Okay. Ask me a question about that. Okay. So what, you know, is it, do you like more modern art or 
you know, art from the Renaissance period. I tend to like art from any period where it makes me money. <laughs> but if you ask me, I like the modern art. I like, uh, you know, these uh, modern art show pieces, showcases. People come mm -hmm. in, they throw poop against the wall and yeah. they say this. This is art. This is a master. And then some moron buys it for $250,000. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing what passes for art these days. But now if it's a little bit older, you have to have a more refined taste. You have to have an angel with some tits out or a penis or something like that. You can't just sell a piece of art without a penis in it. <laughs> I always say... Bet on the penises. Bet on the Bet penises. On the penises. Uh -huh. If there's a penis in the artwork, it's likely to be valuable. Anything <laughs> else. Well, so Brian and I are thinking of starting our own trading cards. Oh, so what Brian is good at investments. You should listen to him. <laughs> Follow him right down the bankruptcy rabbit hole. <laughs> trading cards. What is this nonsense? Trading cards. Pokemon, please. Real art dealers know that the money is in scamming people with older art, not with newer right. shit. The young kids, they're too smart. Yeah. However, some rich grandma in New York City, she pays a lot of money for what she does not know. Yes. <laughs> please, Van Gogh never painted a thing. It was his brother. We all know this. Jason Van Gogh. <laughs> Pablo Picasso, his mother. Margaret Picasso. They were the artists then, and now we just, how do you know a painting is real? This is what I'm asking everybody all yeah. the time. When I go in and they ask, they say, Jean van Vandebel, praise this for me. And I say, "My, I, I think the value is how much you're willing to pay. <laughs> right. How do you, what do you want me to do? I mean, sniff it. It smells old to me. <laughs> Looks great. Put it on your walls. Fantastic. Wonderful. <laughs> It's such a stupid thing. I don't even know I got involved in first place. Maybe because my dad, artist, famous artist. Oh, was he the one who was actually doing all the art appreciation? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you call it appreciation. <laughs> he got very mad at things and <laughs> threw the painting out the window. But he was an artist and a madman, and I'm telling you what. And now, so I know a little bit about art. So someone says, listen, you should probably appraise these paintings for people before they go into Sudabies mm -hmm. and get their million dollars. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm good as the next guy. This is basically how the art world works. <laughs> no one fucking knows how much it costs. What are you kidding me? This is so stupid. Why do people go, oh, the experts are here. Expert, please, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. I just had the three-way with a German man in some whore down in Chelsea. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, uh, it's worth $2 million. Oh, $2 million. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think I, this is the thing I think about art. We must all understand. It's in the eye of the beholder. All right. Yeah. If someone feels like it's worth money, it's worth money. That's true. There is another idiot born every moment. <laughs> so the art world will continue to experience the ups and the downs. Mm -hmm. Now people are buying the Pokemon cards. Please, Pokemon Go. Pokemon, stop fucking around. Please, stop wasting your money. Who? How much can this go up? What, someone's going to pay $2 million for a Pokemon Go card? That's not art. You can't hang it in your wall. You can't masturbate to it. I mean... <laughs> I always say, the more you can masturbate to a painting, the more valuable it should be. That makes sense. This is not a, this is not a philosophy that is held by many people in the art world, but <laughs> I am the, I am, of course, the artist yes. expert. <laughs> you are. What well, I kind, appreciate you coming on today. The, yeah, of course. No, if you know that Brian's mother got a 
what is it called? A Maplethorpe or what? Uh, what is this? Robert Maplethorpe, yeah. No, yeah, no, this thing that's standing right oh. there. Remember Brian's mother, someone gave her a, what's that guy? The famous the famous artist. Oh gosh, we went up to I his don't house. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, we went to his house. We don't even know his name. This is what I'm telling you. I can't even remember the artist's name. And I yet was I'm thinking of Robert Maplethorpe. <laughs> Robert Maplethorpe is the guy who did masturbate for art. Robert Maplethorpe was very controversial. But this guy, yeah. he just wrote, he literally wrote letters on top of uh, wood carvings. And now people go crazy over his shit. And yes. I don't understand. One minute he's selling 25 Finster. 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 That's right. One minute he's selling 25 cent or pieces of wood. And the next minute people are paying $10,000 yeah. for the same piece of wood. What did he do? Mm-hmm. He died. He wrote scripture <laughs> on it. It was already written somewhere. I can doodle for $4,000. <laughs> This is crazy, but it's the business that I'm in, and I don't know what else to tell you. You're a very beautiful woman. You should sit down one day and let me paint you. Okay. Naked. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, if there's not a penis in it, it's probably not worth anything. (laughs) Okay, bye. Until next time you need me for artwork, I come by. Goodbye. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. Hey, TCB family, as we approach the end of 2021, Chrissy and I want to say thank you to you, the listener, for making this year a wild success for the commercial break. Without you, we would be nothing, and we are sincerely grateful. You can visit www.tcbpodcast.com. If you want to learn more about Chrissy and I, read any of the show notes, or get any of our sponsors, URLs, or specialized codes for discounts and free shit. Please leave us a message at 661-BEST-TO-YO. That's 661-237-8296. Visit youtube.com slash the commercial break. If you'd like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can also catch our brand new series in the studio available only on YouTube. At the commercial break on Instagram is where you can keep up with us on social media. And please take the time to visit our sponsors if and when you are in the market for their products or services. It gives Chrissy and I the ability to continue to do the show free and frequently to you. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Festivus, and all the rest of it. Have a wonderful vacation and a happy new year. We'll see you for season three in early January. Hey guys and gals, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by our friends at Coinbase. This Christmas, do yourself a favor and give yourself the gift of cryptocurrency. So many of my friends and family members have been asking me, how did you get involved in cryptocurrency? Well, I took the time to get myself educated about what I was doing, and then I found a place to buy, sell, and trade. That place was coinbase.com. I still use coinbase.com to this day, and I'll tell you a few of the reasons why. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy-to-use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market, and they make them accessible to everyone. And they offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. And trust me, once you get started, you'll use that app 35 times a day. For commercial break listeners, for a limited time only, you can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash commercial break. Sign up today, coinbase.com slash commercial break for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is limited time only, so please be sure and sign up quickly. That's coinbase.com slash commercial break. 
The future is now. And don't ask me, ask Coinbase.com slash the commercial break and get $10 in free Bitcoin while you're at it. Thanks, Coinbase. Look at my body. Think of good content and then minus Yeah, it. think of good content <laughs> and then what? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we'll please. be right back. <laughs> I'm calling from Nationwide <laughs> Debt, Debt, Debt Collectors Association. Okay, so we stopped the show. <laughs> In case you're wondering, <laughs> we stopped the show because That's I'm waiting. perfect content. I know. I know. It's great. We're going to keep that. <laughs> we stopped the show in case you're wondering, because I'm not going to give away the, any of our, any of the secrets, but I'm waiting for someone to call me. This I'm person happens to be famous, very, very famous, famous, very famous person. Now, yes. this person is not coming on the commercial break. They are a part of a clubhouse oh, yeah. activity that I'm doing. Um, but they're very famous and they're looking for my help specifically. They need my help yes. doing something. And I find, and Chrissy and I are just blown away because in between recordings, we found out that he had left me a voicemail. I turned my phone off. He had left me a voice message and we just couldn't believe it. We were like, oh, did that yeah. person just leave me a fucking voicemail? So now, of course, I got to enshrine the voicemail forever and ever. But right. anyway, so we're waiting for this person to call, but they're calling from an unknown number because they don't, obviously, they don't want to give away their phone number. Yes. So we just saw, so I'm leaving my phone here so that I can see and I'll stop the show if this person calls. Well, an unknown name just <laughs> called and I picked it up and it goes, hey, this is Bob from Nationwide Insurance. I don't even have Nationwide. Insurance. <laughs> Why are you calling me? You're ruining my show. That was funny. we were all like on we're edge, like, like, oh, oh that's it's him. The famous that's person. him. That's yeah. him. And it was like, hi, this is Bob from Nationwide Insurance. <laughs> Unless it was this famous guy just playing a really funny joke on me. I just hung up on one of the most famous human beings on earth. <laughs> The weird ways our life has taken turns since we started this podcast. Let's get back to it. DDLG. Daddy Dom, little girl. Like any ordinary married couple, on a hot and sticky summer's day, they keep themselves busy with the daily grind. They keep themselves busy putting on diapers and cleaning up poo-poo. Right now, I'm just like a subcontractor. Just a professional handyman. But on our free... Sounds legit. Yeah. Time... (laughs) We'll play board games, listen to Disney music. Arts and crafts, coloring. I'm a full-time baby girl. Daddy, just love Yep, Michelle prefers to spend her day dressing and acting as a toddler, living a fetish more commonly known as DDLG, which is all about kinky age play. Kinky age play? I want to say almost illegal age play. I mean, I know it's not illegal for someone to role play something, but doesn't this seem weird? Yes. Doesn't this seem strange? Yes, yes, In so many ways, it feels a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, Yes, yes. Like, okay, two consenting. I mean, I guess it's better than actually hurting a child, right? I mean, it's worlds better than actually hurting Hurting a a child. child. Right. However, there's got to be something (laughs) deep-seated. You're going to be a fucking Looney Tune to do this. Yeah. I I certainly do not want Jeff to run around acting as a toddler with a diaper. No. I can see Jeff. Gaga Google. Gaga Google. You got any chocolate mushrooms? Gaga Google. Gaga Google. I'm going to book Pearl Jam for $4 million. I'm going to execute that wire transfer over to Soundgarden. Gaga Google. Yeah. And Listen. I think Jeff would be very confused if I showed up in a diaper. And, ah, maybe uh, not. Maybe he'd roll with it. Maybe uh, he'd be like, I'll clean your room before dinner. <laughs> 
I want to point something out here. I want to point something out. I, I don't care what your personal preferences are sexually. I really don't. I don't. It doesn't make me hate, like you or dislike you. I just find this to be a little too close. If It is a little too close to home well, for me. Well, and I always thought I was very non-judgmental about things. Until so Brian started sorry. playing clips. <laughs> as long as I didn't know about it, I was non-judgmental about it. Do but once I want. started to learn about it. Do what you want. I don't do it. Oh, you wait, want. you're doing that? Oh, wait, hold on. That's something you do? You're into that? <laughs> wow. And that's not illegal? <laughs> It what does. state is that? What it, state do you live in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your home address? I want to send this. myself as very open-minded and nah, very non-judgmental, yeah. but now. I don't <laughs> know about this one. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. Whatever. What, I mean, I just, at least you're not hurting children. Then don't hurt children. That I mean, listen, yes. this guy, these two have been around the block. You can tell. they. These are not, these are not. How do I say this? These are people who have been to the school of hard knocks. Mm -hmm. You can tell. So obviously there is some trauma on both sides that have caused them to be interested in this kind of fetish. Mm -hmm. Usually fetishes do, not trauma, but fetishes do have some underlying cause or meaning. Mm -hmm. You know, you connected with something, you know, sticking a toothbrush up your butt and now you like fingers up your butt or whatever, right? Right. Something, there's some kind of connection there. I'm not going to start being Freud, but... this just feels dangerous to me. It feels like you're living on it the edge. It does. It, it feels on the edge. Feels like your your hand is an inch above the third rail, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> as long as I guess, as long as you don't touch it, whatever. What DDLG stands for is Daddy Dom, Little Girl. You, you say that with such a like, you, well, not even caring. I had a sandwich for yeah. lunch today. By the, <laughs> I had a sandwich for lunch today. I like little girls. <laughs> I've got six adult women dressed up as children in my locked in my basement. I call it the crib. They call it the dungeon. Uh, you know, I had a sandwich for lunch today. My girlfriend, she had a baba. <laughs> I made her a baba, and she went titi and tutu. Titi and tutu. <laughs> Uh, my dad used to call uh, peeing and pooing. He used to call it tinkle and stinkies. Okay, those are two solid <laughs> words. Tinkle yeah. and stinkies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think tinkles. Yeah, my dad's still at the stage. You have to go stinkies. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go stinkies. No, dad, I'm 44. I don't go stinkies. <laughs> I'm not going stinkies anymore, dad. Go to the bathroom. Is it tinkle or stinkies? Yeah. Is it tinkles or stinkies? <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, that's what you call. Then yeah, I ended up calling my penis a tinkle for so long. I'd be like, "My dad, my tinkle hurts." So, I got a stiff tinkle, Dad. <laughs> now I brought this into adult life, and I'm like, "Who wants a stiff tinkle?" <laughs> Put a finger in my stinkies. <laughs> Take that stiff tinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants my towering tinkle? (laughs) Can you stick a finger in my tinkle? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Onward and upward. upward. (laughs) Just like my tinkle. (laughs) And she's my little girl, and I take care of her 24-7, just like he would a child. By the way, Jeff here is a handyman, and I don't see him getting away from that job anytime soon. No. 
He's my daddy and my protector, and I need him. Oh. I want you too. These consenting adults engage in non-stop age play. This is something to be taken very seriously. This isn't a game. What? <laughs> this is something to be taken very seriously. <laughs> Literally life and death. Yeah. You know how they're fighting in Israel and Hamas? It's just like that. It's a war. It's a war between the, the daddy doms and the little girls. Yeah, it's hard to, to, to be serious about yeah, this. I mean, I well, listen, it is very serious. I guess it is very serious. Maybe you, th- maybe you should see a therapist. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just go that route. Better just help, try it out. Betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com. Slash the commercial break. <laughs> this yeah, isn't. Yeah, for- just try out therapy. Yeah. Just try it out. See what they say. Take all that money you're spending on di- take all that money you're spending on diapers <laughs> yeah. and put it toward therapy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Something that we're just putting on a front. This is who we are. This is what makes us happy. I am baby girl every day. Almost all day. From the time I wake up till a few I love the club music they have going. I know it's like boom boom boom. boom. I feel like that's that's uh <laughs> Miami hotel lobby music. It's like you walk in and you're like palm trees and right. you know, wow, yeah, I'm at Ritz Carlton in Miami. Hi Mr. Green, can I get you a fresh cucumber water? Why yes, I don't mind. And for my and for my three-year-old daughter. And for my little daughter. girl here. Yes. A baba, if you don't mind. She's got to go stinkies. Do you have a baby changing station anywhere that holds up to 135 pounds? Two hours before. Can I get a crib in the uh, king suite of there? Before I go to bed, I'm in little space. Every morning, I get bubble baths with all my favorite bath toys. And if I don't get a bath, I get sad. It's mostly fun and game. Yeah. Uh, I it's don't mostly know. sad and games. Yeah. It's not like, <laughs> it's mostly, it's not mostly fun and games. It's mostly yeah, sad and games. It's sad and I games. like that. Instead of fun and games, I'm going to start saying, yeah, it's, it's, it's like fun and games, only it's sad and games. <laughs> but when Michelle misbehaves, there are repercussions. Uh-oh. What the heck is going on in this room? Look at this mess. What the behavior chart is, is I get... The behavior chart? Oh, my God. I don't even have a behavior chart. Are there, like, gold stars? Yeah, I think so. Three check marks a day. Green for good behavior, yellow for warnings, or red for bad behavior. And based on how many you have, Daddy sets out a punishment, or he lets you pick out a reward. And they have quite a selection of paddles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Well, now I'm confused because, I mean... You know, it, is the goal to be bad and get spanked, or is the goal to be good? It's very uh, confusing. I think that's all part of the reward. It's all part of the sad and games it's, of it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> is it. Is it up to her? I don't know. You could get a reward, like the tip of your tinkle, or you <laughs> you could get a yeah a spanking. <sighs> I guess it's up to her. I mean, because she is because to... she is an actual adult. Right. So it's up to you whether or not you're a good person or a bad <laughs> person. A good girl. It's not like a three year old that's out of control, like running around. <laughs> I mean, now we're buying into it. Now we're like, hmm, how's her behavior? <laughs> does she does she eat on her own? Well, she has a behavior. Does chart. she know her ABCs? <laughs> A B C D F T H. Oh no! Here comes this. Here comes the battle. The different punishments. That means you're getting the cane. The cane. Understood. The cane. What? The kid, give her a break, brother. The cane. <laughs> oh my God. 
This has got to be illegal. This can't be true. Oh my! God. I mean, I know that some women are into like the dominatrix stuff, but yeah. usually isn't it the woman who's beating up the man? Yeah, that feels safer to me when a woman's beating yes. up the man. But when you're taking a cane to someone, I mean, cane. <laughs> didn't they outlaw caning? Yeah, I don't think they still cane uh, in other countries. Yeah, I mean, is sh- that with a cane? They're hitting with a cane. Yes, they're hitting. It's but it's not actually a cane. It's like a like an old man's cane. No, it's it's, it's like one of those <laughs> it's like, like a you James know, Bond cane. <laughs> James Bond cane. <laughs> What do they call those? A, a, I don't know, a tip top or whatever? <laughs> like with the kind that he pushes up his top hat with? <laughs> There's a knife in morning. the bottom. Top of the morning. <laughs> the kind you stick your top hat on when you get right. to the club. <laughs> right. There you go, Butler. There you go, Jeeves. Uh, I'll be it's re- not that kind. I'll be relaxing. <laughs> I'll be relaxing in the library. You could bring me a scotch. Two rocks, please. I grew up in a uh, very disciplinarian household. When I was a kid, I took... Why do I feel like someone voted for Trump? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
But the point of the filmmaker he's trying to make is, is that this girl reads very adult literature, which sounds to me like she, this is the first time she's ever picked up a book. <laughs> she's like, and the valley of ashes can come down, crumbling down. What's that word? Dimly lit. Uh, yeah. And then, and now. Peppa and Emily Elfant like to share their toys with each other. I feel dirty. I feel dirty just listening to this. Don't you? I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I can't rationalize this. I can't. I'm trying to go, hey, listen, it's to each their own. But I feel like this is like one step away from pedophilia. It is. Yeah. It's like like make believe pedophilia, which is still bad. It's still bad. Yeah, it means, well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's pretend that we're pedophiles. No. <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah. it is. Let's pretend. Yeah. I, I guess. He's kind of saying, like, I really want to do this. I really to want me. to do this so when you you're can, acting like a young uh, child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some people would well, make the argument. ZZB Sorry, I have to take TV. a drink DCBTV <laughs> minus. We're below again. all the other content. Yes. <laughs> We've raised the bar in the, in the streaming wars once again. Take that, Disney Plus. <laughs> Take that in your Funkin' Wagnalls. <laughs> okay, you made it through. Episode one of five of TCB The Lost Tapes. Our last gift to you in 2021 and season number two. Remember, we'll be back early January for the beginning of season number three in our brand new TCB studios www.tcbpodcast.com watch all the video listen to all the audio youtube.com slash the commercial break subscribe if you would like and comment on your favorite videos at the commercial break on instagram and 661-237-8296 that's 661 best the number two yo text us leave us a voicemail and you may be featured on a future episode of the commercial break Now, what are you doing listening to us? Go enjoy your family. It's Christmas. And we'll be back next week with more Lost Tapes. And until then, I love you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. And we always say bye. The Commercial Break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.